Hello, you are listening to Good Poetry, the podcast about exactly that. My name is Andrew Coons, and I am your host. And in this podcast, we're going to try and answer the question, what is good poetry? We're going to do that through reviewing books, reading poems, interviewing poets, talking about poetry. And I think one of the beautiful things about poetry is that there are very few absolutes. There, it, is a, it is a medium that lends itself to individuality and to ambiguity in a really amazing way. But at the same time, those leanings towards ambiguity can be, for many people, I think, who are just starting to experience poetry or just getting interested in poetry, they can be a bit of um, a roadblock. So what I'm hoping to do with this podcast is uh, help people who are, are both interested in poetry and have maybe are poets and have been writing and reading, um, maybe see some fresh things, uh, hear some, some fresh perspectives, uh, but also for those who have never really touched the, the art form of poetry before, haven't read it, haven't written it, aren't very familiar with it, think it's you know, something that's going to go over their head or something that's meant to confuse um, hopefully we can we can break it down a bit and open it up some. I want to give just a brief background on myself uh, so you know who I am uh, before we get into uh, our first subject uh, for this episode. I am a poet myself, a, a writer and a filmmaker. Um, I do have a collection of poetry published. Uh, it's available on Amazon and uh, Barnes & Noble online called uh, Sin Eater, Poems on Lost Love, Depression, and Fatherhood. I got into poetry... Um, several years ago when I was in high school, mostly through the, through the, the path of songwriting and lyrics. Um, but then again, uh, a few years ago, as I was going through some personal struggles, um, dealing with some depression, dealing with the loss of a pregnancy in my family. Um, and I found poetry to be a great place to express those emotions, process those emotions, and uh, really became a safe haven for me. And uh, kind of my, my deep love of poetry was rekindled uh, and reborn from that experience. I love the fact that poetry presents itself in many different ways. There's obviously poetry that you would read by picking up a book or, um, or going to hear a poet um, that is pure poetry. But then there's also this idea that poetry finds itself in music and in prose and in visual mediums that people who are very, very good and skillful at their jobs, people compare their work to poetry. While it may be one of the more uh, misunderstood art forms, I think it is probably one of the most influential. And that's something that I'm really excited to delve into and discover more about on this podcast. So I want to transition here and talk about our subject for today. And that subject is Tracy K. Smith's new book, Wade in the Water. This came out this year. Uh, brand new collection of poems. Tracy K. Smith is the current poet laureate. She took over the position in 2017. She's the 22nd poet laureate. Prior to that, she had three other collections of poems published. Um, the one that was published in 2011, Life on Mars, won the Pulitzer Prize. And that is actually how I got introduced to Tracy K. Smith. Um, I was in a secondhand bookstore looking at the poetry section which is always the smallest section of any bookstore, unfortunately. And I saw a book 
called Life on Mars. And I picked it up, and I thought to myself very ignorantly, wow, a sci-fi poetry collection. This will be interesting. Uh, Spoiler alert for anybody who has not read Life on Mars. It is not a sci-fi poetry book, though it definitely does touch upon uh, cosmic elements. But I remember being just completely blown away by the voice and the range of her work, um, the authenticity of it. There's a poem in that book called The Good Life that really felt as if she had taken some of my life experiences and um, turned them into a poem. And she had never met me, that's for sure. But it was just, it was beautiful work. And I, I became a big fan of her work and started listening to readings of hers that were online. Her appearance on other podcasts just became more and more of a fan. So I recently had the pleasure of being able to attend a poetry reading uh, by Tracy K. Smith at uh, a library in Minneapolis. And it was a free event that was put on, and I, I stayed a little late at work and then to, to beat rush hour and then popped over to the library and bought my copy of her new book, sat down and waited for her to come out. And it was, and it was a really amazing night and experience. She read several of her poems from the book, talked about a wide variety of things, had a great Q&A session afterwards. It's just a real pleasure to hear in person from uh, really one of the great minds of our generation as far as poetry is concerned. There were two things that she talked about that came up during her lecture, but then she talked about even more during the Q&A that I want to uh, open up into more conversation and some of my thoughts. The first thing I want to bring up that she talked about was this idea of art and truth. And I think a lot of times we have the perspective as artists, as writers, as poets, what have you, that as long as something is true, it it is good. That as long as something tells a truth, it is good. While truth in itself may be a good thing, I don't think that truth necessarily makes art good. I think there's a lot of crappy art that has a lot of truth to it. She used the example of a poem that is in Wade in the Water called The United States Welcomes You, which I will read at the end of the episode. In that poem, she talks about the Black Lives Matter movement and the police response to rallies, uh, most specifically the famous photo of the woman standing uh, in the breeze with her dress blowing and the SWAT officers in her face. She was kind of writing from uh, that photo as inspiration. She said that she wrote and wrote and wrote from the perspective of someone at the rally, from her own perspective, and had a lot of great things to say, a lot of true things, but that the art was suffering, that it was becoming too grandstanding, too moralistic, too verbose, and that she needed to change it up somehow. So she actually ended up writing the poem from the perspective of the SWAT team, which I thought was a very brave decision. This is a group of people who, in the way that they responded... She had a lot of problems, and yet to be able to put herself in their shoes, she was able to write a very powerful poem that came at the issue from a different angle people were not expecting, was artistic, was graceful, and still presented truth. I think that that's a big challenge that I took away from the evening of hearing her speak, to get out of my own head, to get out of my own perspective, to think about something that I have an opinion about from another angle, from another perspective. 
Maybe not necessarily to even change my opinion, but to give voice to something other than my own. And I think that is a responsibility that artists have. Even though we know ourselves, we try to know ourselves, we do this art because we want to know ourselves better, and that is all well and good. And some of my absolute favorite poems and poets are confessional. I think we do have a responsibility to step back every once in a while and go, what are other people thinking about this topic, about this, this event, what have you? And how can I incorporate that truth, their truth, into my art? The second thing that she talked about that I wanted to mention on this podcast episode was uh, she was asked a question during the Q&A. It's a very classic question, and some even might say it's a very simple question, but she had a great answer for it. And it was the question of, do you prefer poetry or prose? And she very tactfully <laughs> did not put down prose, even though as, as primarily a poet, I think we all know her answer to that. But she did say something about poetry that was very interesting and in a way ironic for me. She said one of the reasons that she loved poetry so much is because there's the the chance for the aha moments, the chance for you to read a poem and say, my goodness, that's exactly how I feel, but I've never been able to say it before. Poetry can evoke emotions in a way that I think prose struggles to do sometimes. It paints pictures, it evokes the senses. You can smell something after a good poem at times. And so its ability to really get into people's heads, get into people's minds and hearts, and make you feel something, and specifically to make you feel something that you didn't realize there were words for, I think is really amazing. And I say that that whole conversation was ironic because even her description of that I think is something that I've always felt about poetry but haven't been able to put into words. This idea of why do I love it so much. It's like a smile. It's a universal language. Poetry can extend across barriers and across socioeconomic backgrounds and religious backgrounds. And it can touch people in ways that rhetoric or prose or other mediums can't. All in all, it was a really beautiful evening. If you ever have the chance to see her speak live, please do not miss it. If you have the opportunity to buy one of her books, please do so. And I highly recommend the new book, Wade in the Water, by Tracy K. Smith. It is beautiful and powerful and has a lot to say about a lot of hard issues, but says it in a way that is more than just grandstanding and more than just moralistic verbosity. The poem that I want to read from her book is called The United States Welcomes You. Why and by whose power were you sent? What do you see that you may wish to steal? Why this dancing? Why do your dark bodies drink up all the light? What are you demanding that we feel? Have you stolen something? Then what is that leaping in your chest? What is the nature of your mission? Do you seek to offer a confession? Have you anything to do with others brought by us to harm? Then why are you afraid? And why do you invade our nights, hands raised, eyes wide, mute as ghosts? Is there something you wish to confess? Is this some enigmatic type of test? 
What if we fail? How and to whom do we address our appeal? Thank you very much for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, you can find Good Poetry on iTunes and on Instagram at Good Poetry Podcast. You can also find us on Patreon if you wish to support. We look forward to bringing you more good poetry next time.